You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio. Happy New Year. Welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Nathan Smith. Hi. Nathan Smith is a life coach and an incredible man. Thank you. You're welcome. Very kind of you to say. (laughs) It's the truth. So Nathan, we're going to hear from Nathan about his life journey, his love journey, what he's up to in the business world. He's an entrepreneur um, and just a pretty fantastic human being. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to to our viewers. Yes. We are also going to be talking about some New Year's resolution type of interesting ways of looking at them, right? Yeah, I thought that could be pretty cool, you know, just to see sort of where where we're at. It's 2020 and, um, you know, what what are we looking forward to? What are we going to manifest this year? Mm. Prosperity, abundance, love, joy, happiness, oh. all those lovely things. All of it. And it's all waiting for all of us. Indeed. <laughs> it's out there. It's the absolute truth. So, Nathan. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, about your journey to where you are today in terms of and with your life and your love life, because he has a a beautiful relationship story also. I do, indeed. We Uh, love talking about relationships. We do. Um, Wow. Well, my story, um, you know, it's really, uh, it's really incredible that I'm sitting here today, you know, with the amount of, uh, I mean, you could say. Uh, turbulence but also you know like just all the things that have to come together for me to be sat here talking with you um, and so uh, I um, I actually came to the US for a woman mm. um, you're a so romantic I was I, I am indeed uh, yeah where do I begin um, I mean basically I took a leap of faith um, you know, my story starts, I, I would say, uh, when I was um, when I was coming out of uh, college and I found myself in a place where I, I had uh, uh, I had I'd come out of a relationship. Um, I would, I'd found myself basically at rock bottom. I think that's probably like as, as the way that I could describe it is that um, I'd come out of a relationship. I had uh, um, kind of not really uh, achieved some of the things I wanted to achieve. Um, and so one of my friends came to me and he, he basically said, he said, that, uh, hey, you know what? You, you're worth more than, than what you're living right now. Um, and uh, so basically I, um, I got myself a... He was actually a personal trainer, so this is all part of my, my story. He was a personal trainer. He, he got me to the gym. I started training. I started to feel better about myself. I started to put on some weight and feeling good. And um, and uh, I got myself a job, and I started my career in, in information technology. Um, and I really realized that was like, uh, I, mean, I was doing really well, but I realized that that was really superficial. It was all on the outside. Um, and so, uh, what I realized was I was really looking for 
myself. Um, and uh, so in that, I, uh, I, decided to, um, I decided to take a journey, a, 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 a vacation to the, to the US. Like me and my friend, in fact, my friend, bless him, he, his father had a, a battle with uh, cancer, mm. uh, a long battle as well. Um, and he, uh, we were in that stage of our lives where I'd, I'd basically had a career for 10 years, kind of doing the same thing, su- successful, but still feeling unfulfilled. Um, and uh, he also, um, he was in a place in his life where he just lost his father, bless him. Um, and so we decided we were going to journey to the to the US. Um, we, we called it a... a um, a a, <laughs> uh, a, um, a life-changing journey. It was like a, a literally a, a some, something that we, we could never forget. So uh, we did we, we did east to west. Uh, we went to New York, Las Vegas, Santa Monica, um, and it was in Santa Monica um, where my my journey here started. How long ago was this? This was, um, that's a good question. It's 2013. Okay. So this was like um, six years ago, six, seven years ago. Um, and uh, so um, I met a girl and uh, she told me she was a life coach. And I was, <laughs> I was like, what, what on earth is a life coach? Uh, I didn't have any idea what a life coach was. However, um, I followed in her footsteps um, and uh, started to learn a lot about myself and about uh, some some of the more uh, interesting um, parts of life, shall we say. Um, and uh, I met many amazing people, joined USM, um, which is a, a school for uh, advanced uh, psychology of personal development. Spiritual psychology. Spiritual psychology. Um, yes, and, uh, and I found myself um, in Los Angeles. And we are so happy to have you here. <laughs> yes, thank you. So I feel like we skipped over a little bit. So you ended up marrying that girl. The one you met in San Monica. Yes, yeah, so I so I got married. Okay, so we like the detail. We like the detail, and uh, yeah, so so I fell in love. I moved to Los Angeles. I got married. Um, I joined USM. Um, I did a lot of personal work on myself, um, and uh, basically um, became a, became a coach myself, um, and. Uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where things that's where things started to get a little interesting. Mm. What do you mean by interesting? Um, so, I mean, this is where I, I suppose I, I I might as well just say it. I feel nervous right now, and I think that's this because is good. It's letting it all go. This is like yes. the, this is the um, the the nervous part of um sort of like how uh, is the vulnerability of, of, of the share and yeah telling 
telling the truth, telling speaking our truths sometimes all the time takes courage. I think I think this is a perfect um, the the perfect line to follow right now because that's basically what what happened was uh, in my project at, at school I was working on finding my authentic expression and one of the things that I found was that um, I was unable to speak my truth um, I was unable to speak my truth especially in my relationship that this was where kind of the the issues were was that I always felt like I was being um, judged mm. And I think I was placing my value on um, whether I was in relationship or whether I wasn't in relationship and, and whether I was good enough to be in, in that relationship. And so I found myself um, unable to speak my truth. Until? <laughs> Until. How did you... What was your revelation? What came to you? What was your inspiration? How did you get that empowerment to feel like this is the time to speak my truth? You know, it was uh, it was interesting because it was it was a very it was a very turbulent time. Um, we'd had a lot of I'd been hiding a lot, and um, and then of course I felt like I was living two different lives, uh, treading on eggshells all the time and. Uh, Wait, when you say hiding, just so our viewers understand, I think you mean like maybe you were hiding yourself? Because I don't want them thinking that you went out in hiding. Do you mean that you were hiding parts of yourself? Or do you mean you really were like out hiding? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I was, I was hiding, I was parts, hiding of yourself. parts of myself. Yes. Cause this is what this was the thing. I was hiding parts of myself. And I felt and cause like... A lot of our viewers are watching and maybe they can relate to you. So... Yeah. He was hiding parts of himself. And to be in a relationship where you're hiding parts of yourself is just the opposite of authentic. <laughs> right? And the opposite of a relationship that has long lasting abilities, right? That's right, exactly. And, uh, you know, I found myself in a place where I couldn't speak my truth. And, in, and to be honest, it was really a, a terrible place to be because it was like I was um, just wasn't happy. I just wasn't happy. And I was living a life and. Um, I wasn't able to be myself, mm. um, and I think that that's so rich. Yeah. Did you feel like you were spending a lot of time talking yourself into staying, or just trying to rationalize? Because I know you were married for about five years. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So I'm always so curious about people that stay in relationships where they know they're not happy. Do you feel like that's what you were doing? That's a great question because I try very. I tried very hard to make it work, I must admit. And it was like, okay, so, you know, um, I, I don't take marriage lightly. You know, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a, it's a um, you know, it's a, it's a big commitment. Um, and so um, I really, yeah, I really did try to, um, you know, to do the, do the healing that was necessary to, to, to get myself into a place where um, I could be myself again mm -hmm. and what I found was that the more and more I became myself the, the more the more the marriage just wasn't the right thing right um, and that and that was the that was the the most difficult thing was that I was kind of finding myself 
at the same time realizing that I, I basically married the wrong person. For you, yeah. Um, you know, and, and then of course there's the guilt aspect. It's like, I mean, this, uh, you know, my was wife, uh, she's a wonderful person. She's, she's changed my life forever. And I think that's, if we circle back to the start, that is exactly why I'm sitting here with you today. So you're, you um, consider gratefulness for I'm the journey. I'm ve- very grateful. Yes. Um, and you know, and it's, it's like, uh, you know, to, to put me on this path of my own self-discovery and myself, uh, you know, and, and this journey um, where I'm sitting here today with you. Um, and I must say that like, by completing this journey, I've really, um, it's almost like I know myself to a degree now where it's like I, I understand who I am, what I want, where I'm going. Um, and I found that the more that I found myself, the more that I attracted in the right yes. energies, the right people, the right, you know, um, and I, and I, I mean, I, I stand here grateful because right now I'm, I'm in, a, in a new relationship um, just with the most wonderful woman that I've ever met. And it's kind of magical in a way that um, I had to do all of this work to get to this place where I can truly say that um, I can be me, mm. I, I can love me for who I am. That is so and freeing, exp- isn't it? And express, yeah, exactly. Well, I just let's go back a second to. I love that you can acknowledge that your ex is, in some ways, an angel, so a guide, somebody who came into your life, who changed your life and guided you to where you are today. Because a lot of people look at exes as, oh, I wish I didn't, that didn't even happen, that didn't need to happen, that was, that was hell. You know, they look at exes as very negative experiences. But what I like to offer people is that everything happens for us, mm-hmm. not to us. Mm-hmm. And so if we can just look at everything that has happened and be in gratitude, thank you for that not fun experience because I learned about myself and it's brought me to this next place, to the next place, to the next place. And so I love that you can sit here and be in your gratitude for everything, not just her, but everything that has come yeah, and has led you to where you are. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I really see it that way. It's like, I, I believe that we all have contracts, you know, and it's, it's like, what do we, what do we bring to the table? And you know, and, and every step of the way, it's like there's there's always that um, that blessing that's there. Um, and I would say it was a it was a huge blessing. Like I say, I'm sat here today. I'm able to talk to you. I'm living a completely different life to what I was what I was living before, um, with a completely different worldview. Um, and again, without without meeting. Um, my ex, it, it could it could never have happened. Yeah, I mean, it's so it sounds cliche, but we need to go through the mock to get to the gold. You know, we need to experience these things, and you know, the not like I said, the not fun parts of life. You have to do the work to get to your authentic self. You have to do that work to be able to exist in this life to have peace in your heart. And anybody who says that they 
live like that, that maybe they popped out and they've had like a perfect life, bless their souls. You know, they're probably happy people, but are they really living truly, you know, from their authentic self? Are they truly living who they truly are? Are they living their best life possible? Or are they just like gliding along and not really conscious of what's going on or who they are? Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's the most liberating experience to really be able to speak one's truth, to step out of the judgment that's there. It was, it's the judgment that can hold us back, can hold us in story. Um, I mean, I like to talk from my experience. That's the only reason I'm sharing this right now for, for, for you guys is, is that um, it's a very vulnerable place. Um, and so to be able to really look back and see um, all the opportunities and the, um, in those challenges mm -hmm. um, and to, of course, be grateful for what we have. Yes. Um, to Always. really be like, this is what we have. Um, and a lot of times people like to see what, what they don't have. What am I lacking versus what do I have? Um, and so, uh, so yes, I, you know, I, um, that journey, uh, that marriage for me was very much uh, a, a huge opportunity for awakening and, and finding myself. And, um, and, and I have to, again, give, you know, give thanks to my ex. I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, she had her own opportunities in that as well. Um, and uh, those experiences, um, I, I think, um, even through some of the, the, the harder, sadder parts, um, really, really enforce um, the, the healing. Absolutely. So, I have a question. Sure. I'm curious, as I was thinking about what do I want to ask Nathan Smith today, I feel like you're a really good person to ask this question. Um, it has to do with falling in love. Okay. And through my journey of interviewing couples, I've learned that not everybody even calls it falling in love. So, first of all, do you, do you call it falling, do you call it when you are in love, do you call it in love? In terms of like what language we're going to use. Is that the language you use or no? question, yeah. Because then I have a question about that. Okay, so I would definitely say um, yes. I would okay. Say, I would say that uh, I am in love, definitely. So my question is, thinking back, were you, do you feel like you were in love before? And if you were, how is this different? And do you feel like you can be in love multiple times throughout your life? That's a fantastic question. Because I love asking I, it. That's a fantastic question because I, I truly believe that love isn't really something that you, um, I'm, I would say I, I'm in love. Um, but love is much bigger than just being in love. I, I think that uh, love is kind of something that's perpetual. Um, and I think that um, it, it's interesting because I don't think I've ever, like, I wouldn't say I don't love my ex. I wouldn't say I don't love um, some of the people that I've, that I've been in love with. Does this make, does that make sense? Like, there's a, I think, 
Does that make sense? So well, what I'm what I'm gathering from you is that you're saying that you've been in love multiple times. Oh yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what does in love mean to you? I guess that's my question. Okay. What How do you love? know you're okay. in love? How do I know I'm in love? Uh, some of it's physiological, I think. It's like that feeling of uh, butterflies and feeling like really excited and happy and joyful and um, you know there's that that fun. Um, it, it it's almost like a feeling that that kind of it, for me anyway it, you know it lightens me up. I feel mm. it really feel feel lighter. Well, your our vibrations get raised when we're in love, right? Exactly. Does that uh, make sense? And so. And our energy shifts. It's lighter. The energy is not as heavy. True. Very true. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, being in love is uh, is a is a wonderful thing. I truly. <laughs> love is a wonderful thing. Yeah. You know, all you, you need know is song? love. Is <laughs> So, I think that really, it's. I mean, I would say there's definitely different levels of being in love. Um, and one of one of the things that I, I really endeavour to do is to really continue to to grow, and nurture. Um, you know, loving. I think loving is, is the is a is a better word. It's not really looking for love. It's it's being in our loving and being the love and being the love and owning the love that we are and sharing that love that we have to share um, and of course being able to share that love with uh, a significant other and have that re you know reciprocal is, uh, is is truly amazing I think that's part of what life is about um, and so being able to really uh, nurture that loving, grow that loving, and and truly understand um, what it is about the other other person that that makes them tick, and um, you know, and and that I think that really is a big part of being in love, mm. um, and being able to share moments and. Um, it's like I d I've literally just got back off a, a vacation and it's like um, so many things happened and it's like I can look at all those different things where um, the moments in those in that experience where it's like wow this was a really deep connecting moment mm. um, or this was something that um, you know, used to start to to you get that click and you, you really feel that uh, connection con a connection um, but that connection where like you feel like you've, you you've got to the next level and the next level and the next level knowing that there are no limits mm. there are no limits to love so do you think that in this relationship you felt the most that you have felt ever the most that I've felt ever yes yes I would say that she could be the one. <laughs> uh, I think she is. In fact, can I changed that. I know. Oh, she yeah, is. okay. Can she come back here and can we have an engagement on my show? An engagement. Tell me yeah. more about. Tell me more about that, Jamie. What do you mean? Oh, like can okay. she come? Can she come here one night and can we get engaged on Love Talk Live? 
Can we get engaged? I will be. Oh my god! I'll be the rabbi. <laughs> for the engagement. <laughs> what do you think, Monica? <laughs> She's watching. <laughs> and then you can come back and I can be the rabbi for the actual ceremony for the wedding. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> Do it live on okay. your show. And I will sing also. The singing therapist rabbi. <laughs> I'm not actually a rabbi, but I will become one for this purpose. And you're not even Jewish, so... <laughs> There you go. I, I'll be, I should become Jewish first. There we go. You can convert. I'll be the rabbi for the wedding. Okay. Well, this is so exciting. So I had another question. Sure. Okay. So in general, in relationships, how, what do you think are the main differences between men and women? Besides for the obvious ones, from what you've seen. So you're in, you're in Mexico. You were just in Mexico. Yeah. Like, just throughout the day, throughout conversation, how do you think men and women are different? And what have you learned about women? Uh, that's a great question. What have I learned about? You know, it's, it's hard to say um, because I think that we, we all have, you know, masculine and feminine energy. And it all depends on in what situation we're in where we're like right we need to bring this whether it's like the the do or the receive um what have i learned about it's a great question put me on the spot actually this is interesting because i think it was you we i was having a conversation with someone in the past few months about how it was ironic because the man was actually saying that he sometimes has more of a traditional role, like the roles were switched. Was that you? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> so interesting guy show, to ask this question to. So and actually then it's even more perfect. So what you're saying is that actually it's interesting because from your perspective, sometimes you have taken more of like of the female role? I would say that I'm very nurturing, definitely. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, I like to um, I mean what is what is traditional you know what is the traditional right. roles um, I would say that I I certainly when I need to to be in my masculine I'm in my masculine and I really sort of have um, I tend very protective very that protective, is masculine yes very protective yes because um, I feel I feel protective over my son like my, and my mama bear but I don't necessarily in my relationship with my husband feel like I need to protect him. So that is, that's such a good point. That is such a, a man thing. And I love that you have that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's interesting because it's like there's a, there's a different levels of, of protecting. It's like I know in the past I've, I've worked with being able to sort of be in a relationship where actually you know, the, the trust is there. And then it's like, okay, so we're like, um, we're able to really be who we want to be. Two, two people living their own lives that choose to be together, um, that choose to, to share their lives together. I think somebody told me before um, that, that jealousy is like, um, jealousy is fear of somebody doing something that if they did 
they won't be worth being with anyway. Hmm. I haven't heard of you never heard of that one? No. Say it again. Jealousy, jealousy. is the fear. Say it again. Jealousy is the fear of somebody doing something that if they were to do, wouldn't be worth. So, and then you're trying to control and you're not trusting. Precisely. Because you're feeling like if they would do that, then you then you would say goodbye. So you're trying to prevent something from happening. Exactly, exactly. So the point being is that, you know, if... You can use trusting with that also. I'm thinking trusting. if you're worried that your partner is going to cheat and if, it's inevitable, then you're like, ooh. Well, if we take that attitude and that, um, if we bring that energy, then essentially what we're doing is pushing... It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. It's it a always self, is. a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, and, and I bring this forward because, of course, I talk about being more masculine and being um, protective. Um, you know, it's not like mine. Right. It's not like mine. It's, it's more like, wow, like the, um, being able to um, be uh, supportive, to be, um, to be a rock to be, uh, you know, sometimes yeah. a shoulder to cry on. I mean, uh, I would say that's definitely one thing that I've seen in a uh, difference between men and, men and women is that um, there's a lot more tears <laughs> from a, uh, you know, from a... <laughs> just we have an in-studio guest. He's off camera. He's a friend, and he's watching the show, and he's going, yep. Yep. Yeah. So we have two men here, and I'm as the woman saying, "Yep." Yeah. Yep. So you're saying that women tend to cry. It tends to be more. a lot more ability to allow that energy to come. Yes. Um, and being able to embrace that um, and allow that and to be there. Yes, that's powerful. In that situation, um, is something that I I would say is definitely. Go ahead. So you allow. You like to allow the woman to just cry instead of trying to have her, like, try to fix it or try to, like, spent, have her stop. I spent many years trying to fix it. I think that's another... Because that did it make you uncomfortable when she would cry in the past? In the past, yes, definitely. Like, oh, God, I can't, I don't oh know what to God, do. What am I going to do? <laughs> um, and, of course, I think that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big difference with guys as well is that... The, as guys have this kind of primal need to try and fix things. Like, oh, we've got to fix it. There's a problem here, okay. The logical brain kicks in. What is it we need to do to, to fix this situation? So, oh, this dress doesn't fit. We're going to a wedding next week and the dress doesn't fit. So, oh, okay, well, not a problem then. Yeah, we'll just go to the store, we'll change the dress, or we'll take it to the tailors and we'll get it tailored. and fine that the, the dress will fit but she's crying because she feels like she's fat <laughs> exactly <laughs> and she's she just like, no, wants you to be like you don't get it the you don't dress have doesn't fit it's got nothing to do with the dress fitting it's how she's just sad yeah. i am feeling right now yeah. it's, it's being heard um you know and so i think that uh um being able to to be with somebody um through to listen beyond what they're actually saying. Exactly. Right? 
to listen beyond and, and again this this is kind of like a part of this journey I'm talking about in, in, in my self-discovery is really being able to listen which I think is a skill that um, is a huge skill that um, a lot of people don't necessarily nurture themselves yes well I always I want to say I want to be stronger than that and say a lot of people don't have they just don't have it but it's something that um it's a beautiful attribute to a relationship and yeah I feel like most people don't really get the the importance of listening Mm -hmm. and like and really listening and I always say to my clients and friends family you don't have to you don't even have to understand the person who's venting and crying and getting it out, but just listen and just validate. You know, like maybe I don't understand what you're saying because maybe I can't understand. I'm not going through it, so I can't necessarily understand it, but that doesn't matter. I'm listening to you and I'm loving you and I'm validating everything you're saying. I hear you and I see you. Exactly. That's the ticket. And I think that's what everybody. We all want, just want that. That's right. Everybody Human wants beings. to be heard. Yes. Um, and from that place, we can really understand. And from that place of understanding, we can be in compassion. And from a place of compassion, we can really serve. And connect. And connect. Mm-hmm. I love it. We could just keep going with this conversation, but I know we're running out of time. And I know that we wanted to talk a little bit more about New Year's resolutions and then get into what Nathan is doing, this new entrepreneurial project. So I know you wanted to say some more things about New Year's resolutions. It seemed very inspiring. New Year's resolutions uh, I find really interesting because it's this time of year where everybody is like, right, it's a new year, new goals, new me, new home, new whatever it might be. We all kind of have that push for the new years to do something different or change something different for the better of course um, and it's one of those things where I mean I, I'm a personal trainer that's one of the things that I do and I, I love to train and so of course every every year in January you go to the gym and you start your training and it's like oh there's about 101 new faces in the gym and everybody's determined and they're there doing their thing and and it's like every single week that goes by, it's almost like, oh, I didn't see that face. Oh, Fred's was, not in yeah, today. Exactly. Oh, Where's Betty? Exactly. Um, and of course, you know, it's like the, 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 the crowds tend to have disappeared by around February 1st. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one in the gym anymore. Uh, that's it. And it's back to, back to the norm. Um, and so I think it's like, it's interesting to really... You know, one of the things that I, I do with my clients is look at like where they... I have a question. Do you do life coaching and training? Kind of, do you bring it all together sometimes? Like, do you have a client who's life coaching client and then they want to train I do. also? I do. It's, it's actually quite interesting. I do a, a, quite a big medley of things. I mean, I started off in information technology. Um, I'm currently working for a software company. Um, and I work in their uh, product development department. Um, and pre-sales, um, and that actually uh, is a product of all of this work that I've done because I, I'm, I do coach executives, it's one of the things that I, I do, um, and I've kind of, if you like, married that with um, 
the fitness side of, uh, of, of coaching. Um, you know, I really truly believe that a, a fit, a healthy body, um, to start with that changes our physiology and our brain chemistry. Yes. And from that place where we want to feel more empowered, where we want to um, really go for our goals in our personal and professional lives you know it, it, it's a, a real great platform a whole package inside and out exactly um and of course i, I also love technology so I've, I've, in a way um, i've gone into a role now um where i can use those skills within um the technology side of things um and so it's really um, it's really it's really serving and um, i do have private clients still um and so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really great to be able to, to work with people and um, really look at what, what their goals are. It's like, what do they want to achieve? But, but look at it more from a sense of, right, how can, how can they commit? And I say this for, for all of us, like myself included, so how can we commit and be accountable to ourselves to the things that we say that we want? Um, and it's interesting from a fitness point of view because I know for a lot of people that go to the gym, the hardest part isn't going, to, isn't actually uh, go, it, it isn't actually doing the workout. It's actually getting yes. to the gym, putting on the gym shoes. It's yeah. so hard. That's Sometimes I'm like, I don't know where my socks are. Maybe I just won't go. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, Tying the shoes. And it's like, of course, if we want to, if we want change in our lives it takes pers perseverance commitment you have to get there um, I always say that um, that as humans are motivated by two different things one is the pursuit of pleasure but the other is the avoidance of pain yes um, and we would much prefer and just staying in the comfort and staying in the comfort and of course avoiding pain is a lot more powerful in terms of a motivating factor than pursuing pleasure. So you can imagine that, um, you know, sometimes it's a lot less painful to sit in front of the TV and eat ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Versus, you know, getting up and doing, the, and doing the workout. And of course, over time, sitting on the couch, eating ice cream also has its own pain points. Um, so there's that whole um, view of, of, like a, of commitment and accountability and commitment's always an interesting uh, term because people think, oh, commitment. It's like, oh, now I'm obligated to do something and I'm committed and now I've got to do it. But of course, we make commitments every day and people just don't really realize that, you know, it's like, oh, you take a vacation, you, you book the time off work. You buy I'm going to have the Chinese chicken salad for lunch. Yeah. I've just committed to that. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, or you take the time off work, you book your flight ticket, and then, you know, if your friend dials you up and says, do you want to go out? It's like, no, I'm going to be in Mexico. Or if your boss calls you and says, hey, can you do an extra day here? No, I'm not available. I'm in, you know. We have commitments. It, we have commitments. Um, and so for the New Year's resolution side of things, I think that if we can break down what it is we want into, um, actual bite-sized pieces, actual um, specific goals, and we commit to doing those. Um, 
Yeah, maybe slow, a little bit at a time. A maybe. little bit at a time. Three foot tosses. Three foot tosses, as we like to say, yeah. And really New Year's resolutions, I think, should be kind of like, I don't think that people should diet necessarily. I think that it should be a lifestyle. So any type of New Year's resolution that you are going to make, make it your life. If you want to quit smoking, quit smoking. That's a light, like for life. So if you want to eat healthier, it's a lifestyle. It's just you're going to incorporate it into your life. Now, which brings me to there is a specific New Year's resolution that you probably could not do forever, which is your, <laughs> it's, an, it's an acute time period, the glutes project. Yes. Um, <laughs> so he, so what I was saying was hmm. if you want to be healthier, that is a, a lifestyle change. It's not just a New Year's resolution for a few months. However, there is this program that you're offering that you just, he does everything. He does glutes, he does life, life coaching, IT. So you've partnered with Holly Perkins. Yes, yeah, so a little, little bit of background on the, the glutes project, which uh, I'm very proud of. Uh, Holly, I'll be joining. Yes, Holly Perkins, um, she's a um, huge fitness. Um, guru. Guru. Um, and uh, we've partnered together. Um, in fact, it was about nine, ten months ago now that we kind of got together and we were looking at ways we could serve um, as many people as possible. And that was really the goal. Is and as many tushies as possible. Exactly. Um, one of the things that's, uh, that, that we found was that, of course, the glutes, um, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, we want the butt. You know, this is, of course, it's like a the program specifically for women as well. Um, uh, but of course, there's so many other health challenges that having weak glutes can um, can give us. And of course, we sit. A lot of people sit right. all day. Uh, weak glutes can give us uh, lower back problems, neck problems, mm. um, and there's all sorts of different things that having. Uh, weak glutes um, can attribute to. So, um, what we uh, decided to do was work on a program that covers both. Um, it's a full strength um, training program, um, and uh, it launches today. Um, the kickoff is today. And how can people sign up? Um, so, the glutes project. Um, is available online. We have a, an online portal um, to uh, to sign up for the Glutes Project. You can go to, um, uh, if you do a, a Google search for Holly Perkins Fitness it's, School. Do you want to spell her name? So they know. Uh, H-O-L-L-Y P-E-R-K-I-N-S, Holly Perkins. Um, you won't have a problem finding her. She's She's very uh, dynamic. Yes, she's uh, she's definitely. Um, she's been out there. She's she spent twenty five years plus coaching wow. people, um, fitness professionals, athletes. Um, so she knows she, what she's she talking knows about. Exactly what she's talking about. She's fantastic at what she does, um, and I really have to put it put it out there and acknowledge her for for really putting a program together that um, is. Uh, really from her heart and, and my heart to really serve um, as many people as possible and that's that's why I bring forward the New Year's resolutions. Could you show me an exercise? Could I show you an exercise? Um, like tell me what to do just as an example we have one minute. 
We have one minute to do it. Okay, what would exercise. I do? Okay. okay. Um, this is to get a good butt. What do I do? To get a good butt. But not just a good butt, because it can help my back. I have some back stuff. Yes. So what does it do? Or do you what know do I do? do a squat? Squat. A squat, yes. Now what? So if you were to do a squat, and it's very basic exercise, a squat. Is Are we would, doing it right? Uh, I mean, we're on camera, okay? So like, you know, you would have a, a weight like this. And you would part your legs and you would squat down. I'll squat like squat that. Squat down. Okay. To about there. Okay. And then we push up again. I don't even have weights in my hands, but that was hard. <laughs> so how, how many reps do you do of that? Um, well, for... For that sort of for that sort of training, it's it, it very much depends on where somebody's at in their fitness journey and what their goals are. Um, to start with, you know, we would focus on more uh, time under tension, which means not not very um, not a lot of resistance, i.e., weight, but more mm, reps. Uh, more reps. So, do you have to be in person to do this? No, it's all online. Okay, this is good um, to know. You don't have to be in California. Yeah, it's all online. There's a full uh, online portal that has all of the programming. There's nine modules, including nutrition, cardio. Uh, there's three different strength workouts um, that progressively get more difficult as the time goes on. Um, there's three different levels. It's 12 weeks. Um, and a Facebook group in which Holly and myself are going to be actually coaching people. So it keeps you accountable. And it keeps you accountable. Um, so after you do that, because now I'm thinking, you know, New Year's resolution, you're not going to be doing this forever this intensely. So after you do the 12 weeks, is there other exercises that just once you have the butt you want, then? Good question. How to keep Good that butt. Question. Good question. Um, I mean, there's two different phases. It's where some people don't want to grow a larger butt. They're happy with their butt. Other people do want to grow a larger butt. And so there's two different phases. One is for, for people that just really want to tone up. And there's another for people that really want to actually the shape. get the shape. Yes. Um, okay. And so the, the programming goes through the two different phases. Um, and if uh, more than anything, it's a full body strength workout, mm. Um, mm. and so like it's that. it's really uh, it's really designed to keep our bones healthy, um, you know, like uh, to, to keep make sure we keep our bone density, um, and that we um, keep our flexibility. Um, all these things are huge for longevity. Yes, you know, it's like we we want to look after ourselves, feed ourselves the the. Um, the right nutrients to ensure that we can continue to live a happy, healthy life. Inside out, mind, body, and soul. Healthy. Indeed. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. So you told us how people can sign up for that, but what about if people want to reach out to you for any type of coaching from you? Of course, yeah. If, uh, if anybody would like to uh, reach out to me, I have uh, my own website. It's nathansmithcoaching.com. Um, there's, a, there's a form on there which um, you can fill out should you wish. Um, I always say um, coaching is a very interesting thing because it really depends on what someone's looking to do and whether there's a fit. Um, so I, I always say let's have a conversation. Have a conversation and see, uh, see what, what, what potential is there for us. Love it. Thank you. And as always, you can contact me at therelationshipexpert.com. 
thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today, thank you, Nathan Jamie. Smith. Thank you. And Happy New Year once again. Woo! Happy New Year. 2020. Here we come. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.